Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Shardell, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 382. I will read the second verse. Thou art truth's honest child of pure and sinless heart. Thou treadest undefiled in Christly paths apart. Hymn 382. If you'd like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website, and from the home page, you'll see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and look, then look for the place that says, click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. You do so, and there you'll find the readings for tonight. And our theme for tonight is, Refuse to be used by false beliefs. And the readings will now be given by Florence from Georgia. The Bible, Deuteronomy. Give ear, O ye heavens, and I will speak, and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. He is the rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are judgment, a God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. Do ye thus require the Lord, O foolish people and unwise? Is not he thy father that hath bought thee? Has he not made thee and established thee? Ecclesiastes. I applied mine heart to know and to search and to seek out wisdom and the reason of things 
and to know the wickedness of folly, even of foolishness and madness. Lo, this only have I found, that God had made man upright, but they have sought out many inventions. Isaiah, and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. Matthew And Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. John. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Will thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed and walked. And when even was now come, his disciples went down unto the sea and entered into a ship and went over the sea toward Capernaum. And it was now dark, and Jesus was not come to them. And the sea arose by reason of a great wind that blew. So when they had rowed, about five and twenty or thirty furlongs, they see Jesus walking on the sea and drawing nigh unto the ship, and they were afraid. But he said unto them, It is I, be not afraid. Revelation And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, 
neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. John. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I will read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. There can be but one mind because there is but one God. And if mortals claim no other mind and accepted no other, sin would be unknown. God is the divine principle of all that represents him and of all that really exists. Christian science, as demonstrated by Jesus, alone reveals the natural divine principle of science. Matter and its claims of sin, sickness, and death are contrary to God and cannot emanate from Him. There is no material truth. The physical senses can take no cognizance of God and spiritual truth. Human belief has sought out many inventions, but not one of them can solve the problem of being without the divine principle of divine science. Deductions from material hypothesis are not scientific. They differ from real science because they are not based on the divine law. Divine science reverses the false testimony of the material senses and thus tears away the foundations of error. Hence the enmity between science and the senses and the impossibility of attaining perfect understanding till the errors of sense are eliminated. The so-called laws of matter and of medical science have never made mortals whole, harmonious, and immortal. Man is harmonious when governed by soul. Hence the importance of understanding the truth of being which reveals the laws of spiritual existence. God never ordained material law to another spiritual law. If there were such a material law, it would oppose the supremacy of spirit, God, and impugn the wisdom of the Creator. Jesus walked on the waves, fed the multitude, healed the sick, and raised the dead in direct opposition to material laws. His acts were the demonstration of science overcoming the false claims of material sense or law. In Revelation 21, 1 we read, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. The revelator had not yet passed the transitional stage in human experience called death, but he already saw a new heaven and a new earth. Through what sense came this vision to St. John? Not through the material visual organs foreseen, for optics are inadequate to take in so wonderful a scene. Were this new heaven and new earth terrestrial or celestial, material or spiritual? 
they could not be the former. For the human sense of space is unable to grasp such a view. The revelator was on our plane of existence, while yet beholding what the eye cannot see, that which is invisible to the uninspired thought. This testimony of Holy Writ sustains the fact in science that the heavens and earth to one human consciousness, that consciousness which God bestows as spiritual, while to another, the unillumined human mind, the vision is material. This shows unmistakably that what the human mind terms matter and spirit indicates states and stages of consciousness. This is scriptural authority for concluding that such a recognition of being is and has been possible to men in this present state of existence, that we can become conscious here and now of a cessation of death, sorrow, and pain. This is indeed a foretaste of absolute Christian science. Take heart, dear sufferer. For this reality of being will surely appear sometime and in some way. There will be no more pain, and all tears will be wiped away. When you read this, remember Jesus' words, The kingdom of God is within you. The spiritual consciousness is therefore a present possibility. We should become more familiar with good than with evil and guard against false beliefs as watchfully as we bar our doors against the approach of thieves and murderers. The lame, the deaf, the dumb, the blind, the sick, the sensual, the sinner, I wished to save from slavery of their own beliefs and from the educational systems of the pharaohs who today as of your hold the children of Israel in bondage. Jesus beheld in science the perfect man, who appeared to him where sin and mortal man appeared to mortals. In this perfect man the Savior saw God's own likeness, and this correct view of man healed the sick. Thus Jesus taught that the kingdom of God is intact, universal, and that man is pure and holy. Beyond the frail premises of human beliefs, Above the loosening grasp of creeds, the demonstration of Christian mind healing stands a revealed and practical science. It is imperious throughout all ages as Christ's revelation of truth, of life, and of love, which remains inviolate for every man to understand and to practice. If sin, sickness, death were understood as nothingness, they would disappear. How important then to choose good as the reality. Man is tributary to God, spirit, and to nothing else. God's being is infinity, freedom, harmony, and boundless bliss. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer.
our Father, which is art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Carol, will you please read, announce the next hymn. Hymn number 49. Dear Lord and Father of us all, forgive our foolish ways. Reclothe us in our rightful mind. In purer lives thy service find, in deeper reverence praise. Hymn number 49.
Good evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, October 27th, 2021. Welcome one and all. We actually have quite an outreach from our church. Much of it, it goes through our various websites, many of which are in foreign languages. And as a result, the Word of God from this church reaches people all over the world. Indeed, people from all over the globe have found our church. And we're thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. We'd like to encourage everyone to browse through our websites. We have so much there in the way of healing and inspiring material for your reading, your study, and your listening. And it all comes free of charge and with the love of this church. I'd like to point out a couple items we're now featuring on the home page of our English website. One of them being our most recent issue of our newsletter. So full of good cheer. I just read it and it's just a happy, beautiful newsletter. There's another article there, and it's entitled, There is No Law Against You, by Edward Kimball. This is a very healing article. Highly recommend it. Uh, join us every Sunday morning. We start Sundays here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11 o'clock. And we offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. And our Sunday school has a teleconference number, and indeed, many of the children attend our Sunday school by telephone through this teleconference feature. Your child also can attend our Sunday school by telephone regardless of where you live. Call up the church, we'll give you the number for the Sunday school, and we'd love to welcome your child there. I'd like to also announce before we go on that our newsletter and our recent issue of Forum Highlights and as well as an announcement for our calendar for year 2022 have been mailed out. You probably have received them in the mail by now which reminds me I should make a comment about our calendar. It's in the printer now, and we're going to be having it available uh, not too far into the future. It's a wonderful calendar. It has a tear-off page for each day of the year, and on each page is a wonderful, inspiring uh, statement and comment. It's good to take it with you throughout the day. These calendars have been very popular over the years, they make wonderful gifts, and we are accepting orders for our calendar for next year now. Just want to put that out there. Also, for our Bible study, the next one being on Saturday, November 6th at 2021 at 10 o'clock in the morning, and I'm happy to say that the study questions are now on the website. So... Read the questions, plan on joining us on the 6th of November, and I'm sure you'll be hearing more about this as the time draws nearer. 
I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everyone that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everyone else the opportunity to share their offering tonight. And for those who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice. Keep in mind, however, when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So please be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you, one at a time, by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Kari from Arkansas, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Good evening. Um, I just wanted to call this evening and... Um, express my gratitude for the beautiful service that we're having. And um, I appreciate very much the watches. I find them challenging and a wonderful opportunity to pray for the church and to pray for mankind. And I'm really enjoying that. Uh, I was reading a hymn recently that was very inspiring to me. You, you might be familiar with it. It's called Christmas Morn by Mary Baker Eddy. And in verse 4 and 5, I find them um, very inspirational. They say, Thou gentle beam of living love and deathless life, truth infinite, so far above all mortal strife or cruel creed, or earth-born taint, fill us today with all thou art. Be thou our saint, our stay, alway. And that gentle beam of living love is you and me. And I find that so comforting and so inspirational. I appreciate this beautiful service and um, all the, the information on your website. And it's a privilege to be a member of Plainfield. So thank you. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight. I want to express my gratitude for learning how Jesus healed and that is being taught correctly at this church, at the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church. These universal laws of God are based in the Bible and written in Science and Health by Mary Baker Eddy, which she lived and proved herself. 
and gave great sacrifice for us all to have. Recently, during a roundtable, there was a story that was shared about a lady who wrote many small T's and P's in her Bible in the margins and explained that those are the verses that she had tried and proven. Several years ago, I had lost a great deal of my strength. This year, I realized with renewed gratitude to God and the Plainfield Practitioner's support that I was doing some physically demanding jobs that required a lot of upper body strength and great endurance, more than I could have imagined even a year ago. This did not happen overnight for me, but looking back over this time while working with the Plainfield Practitioner, I can see that the strength that I needed for each task at hand was always available. One of the continual habits I had to work on was to bring my life under the control of God's hand, His day, His plan, His purpose, and replacing a compulsive, willful sense of pushing through my days, sometimes trying to pack in as much as I can, rather than trusting God's rhythm. This hasn't ne meant necessarily less activity, but developing a deeper connection to God. This at first seemed very puzzling and mysterious to me, but following the Christian science that's taught here in practical ways, this veil is lifting. The timing and use of energy is so much better than any clever human planning or resting in my part. I have tried and proven the Bible promise that says, quote, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me, end quote. That's from Philippians 4. And as shared in a class here before from the Amplified Bible, quote, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace." End quote. I'm very grateful to be here tonight for Christ Jesus and Mary Baker Eddy and all she's done for us and this church. Thank you. Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey, go ahead. Good evening. I wanted to express my gratitude for the beautiful readings tonight and for this service. I just wanted to say how grateful I am for Christian Science and how grateful I am for the Plainfield Christian Science Church, where I am being taught Mrs. Eddy's pure Christian Science. I've been thinking a lot lately about how blessed I am to have this science in my life that I can turn to it no matter what situation comes my way or whatever challenge I might face, that I'm never alone but have such powerful truths to apply and hold on to, and that they bring me comfort and peace and calm, and they bring healing into my life and calming fear also. And they always guide me back to God and His allness. And also just how much I desire this to be so for everyone, everywhere. In a recent watch, it was read from miscellaneous writings on page 150, 
quote, God is universal, confined to no spot, defined by no dogma, appropriated by no sect, not more to one than to all, unquote. Bringing the word of God and Mrs. Eddy's pure Christian signs to the world is the mission of this church. And I am so very grateful that we are being taught here how to apply this science when praying about anything and to share this science with others, praying that all mankind awake to this truth and that the Bible and the science and health be available to everyone, everywhere. Through the strong teachings given here and the prayerful support of my practitioner, for which I am forever grateful, I am gaining a stronger understanding and a great desire to do this. I am so grateful for the opportunities provided in this church to be able to participate in watching and praying, both in unity and individually, for this mission to be fulfilled. This is a divine right for all of God's children, and it must be fulfilled. We are given so much in this church to study and pray with, and in turn, to share and inspire others. I'm so thankful to God, to Christ Jesus, and to Mrs. Eddy for this priceless gift of Christian science. And I am so very grateful to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Patricia. Patricia from Canada. Go ahead. This week I was pondering what Mary was discussing from a recent Bible lesson about the spiritual nature of color and form. I remembered back to when I had just come into Christian science. Painting in my art studio, I suddenly realized that I was like a secretary taking dictation. A little more blue there, a touch of yellow here. I was just listening and following direction. I learned God is the source. And then I remembered something else. It happened about 1983 when my mother was in the hospital. The staff had called to tell my father that mom had fallen out of bed and dad was in a great hurry to go and see her as he loved her so very dearly. When we entered the hospital room, we both froze in our tracks because we were shocked to see that mom had a very nasty black eye. My mother was asleep, so we didn't walk over to talk to her. I remember that I was thinking of a verse from 1 John. God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. What is light with a capital L, I asked myself. I thought of rays of light coming from the seven synonyms for God. Mind shines through thought rays of blessing and God good with us, which light up our path with direction and purpose. Spirit radiates majesty, purity, and holiness. Soul brightens thought with the sunshine of beauty, joy, and glory, etc. And I considered other synonyms, too, that Mary Baker Eddy gives us for God. Principle, life, 
truth, love. I looked up at my mother. The black eye was completely gone. I looked at my father, a large, kindly, salt-of-the-earth farmer type who, being startled, sort of bumped against the wall with a thud. And not trusting even his own eyes, he whispered, Did you see what I just saw? Yeah, I saw it too, Papa. He gasped. Never in all my days have I ever seen a shiner like that just disappear. And at that, he turned around and walked out of the room to have himself a think and was gone a while, which was remarkable to me since he had been so desperate to come and see Mom. I was reading, I think maybe it was Bicknell Young, where he said that he wondered how he ever healed in his early days, but heal he did. Sometimes I feel the same way, but... Thanks be to God, who gives us ideas when we need them at the right time, if we'll only listen and follow. My thanks to our Plainfield Church, which urges and propels us onto clearer views of Christian science with its prolific and inspiring spiritual offerings. Good evening. Thank you. Craig. I so thank uh, Florence for those readings and the inspiring music that just sets us up, <laughs> sets me in the right loving and grateful state of mind before the service. I, uh, there's so much good support and, and you can feel it here and anybody that joined with us, I'm sure they can feel it too that really cares about each one and their progress in learning and practicing Christian science. And it's a good feeling when the individuals do that. My testimony is that, again, I've seen God's protection. Uh, I've been, uh, I had a, honestly been trying my best to do the right thing. And uh, I, I realize now that's, that's all God expects. And everything will work all right. I uh, had gotten a, a large tax bill from the IRS, but I had earnestly tried to do file my taxes correctly over the last couple of years. And every time I kept requesting a certain document from the state, they hadn't done it yet. And the time had passed to file my taxes, and I filed them, and then I amended, and I filed again. <laughs> and I, when I did get something. Well, they sent me this big tax bill saying that <clears throat> I owed them all this money. Well, it, I, it was shocking and I was sad, but uh, God protects us. Uh, so they said, well, they were going to, you know, re-examine it and all. Well, they sent a letter today saying uh, to both my wife and I, saying that you know, it was all, I guess, because maybe it was because the state had not done their work at the time that they expected it, that they would just, it was, I can't even figure the math, but it would just zero it out. <laughs> and it was no bill from the federal government. So I give gratitude that uh, I've been working with Mary Baker Eddy's watches for his arguments also, or a home. And part of it says, truth fills our household. 
Best I could come up with is that truth, the honest effort to do right, is in everything in our household. And working with things like that, dwelling on them and demanding them, and <clears throat> correcting where needed, brings uh, opens us up for protection. It says God is our supply and is inexhaustible. And I did find the means to pay them, but I don't really need don't need to do it now. And I thank God. So He did show me the way, even though it, it didn't come down to that. But I thank God that when you're working and your best, that all this loving protection and wisdom, that you things will always work out right. And we can rest in that. Thank God for Mary Baker Reddy and her sharing so much. Thank you. Shardell. Hello and good evening. I would like to share an event that happened in the late 90s. I was miserable while going through a divorce. I remember exactly where I was as I sat praying. I didn't know what to do. What should I be doing? Suddenly and forcefully, a thought came. All it said was, comfort ye, comfort ye my people. I remember getting up and walking out of the room. That's it. I have never forgotten that message. And so, now, I try to comfort someone else whenever I can. I see it as a life purpose for me wherever I am or wherever I go. The divorce was completed and I never felt anger, disappointment, sadness, but never anger. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is Bruce. Um, this is another plug for this article that I mentioned earlier, There Is No Law Against You, from Edward Kimball. Uh, and one of the things it says in this article is that there is a primary law. And this primary law means for you and everyone, life and health and harmony. And I remember the day, probably a couple of years ago, I get this feeling like I was getting sick. And not only that, but I also felt another feeling coming, and it was like a dull sense of discouragement expecting me to just simply go along with it. But I remember reading this article, that there is no law against you, and about the primary law that said, for me, this law means life and health and harmony. And I added to it, a stable sense of joy that continues and never wanes. And I kind of put my foot down with this law, and I remember that sense of sickness went away. And not only that, that sense of dull discouragement that was expecting me simply to comply with the suggestion of illness, it went away also, and I felt happy and that illness never came back, and I kept my joy because it came from God, who is always with us. So I'm very thankful for this article and for Christian science and that wonderful healing that I had some time ago.
Jeremy. I'm very grateful for this church and for all I am learning here. Earlier this week, a few of us watched a documentary about the economy of the 20th century called Commanding Heights. I was never taught any of this in school, so I'm very grateful to have a better understanding of that now. In the documentary, there were two economists that had opposing viewpoints on how countries should have their economies work. The first one's beliefs were initially accepted, but over time it was shown to have a negative impact because it called for excessive control to the point where it reminded me of Mrs. Eddy's story of tending the regulator, but on a global scale. Meanwhile, throughout that entire time, the other economist was ignored, but eventually he was vindicated. And my gratitude tonight is for how inspiring I found that second economist's ability to stick to what he felt was right and patiently wait. It felt like a good model for me during these times. As mankind, as mankind would clearly benefit from Christian science, yet seems to choose human inventions, as tonight's readings talked about. We are taught here to watch and pray for the world, but at times I suppose I felt some sense of personal responsibility creep in, which of course isn't helpful. So this has been a good reminder that God is always working out his purpose for the world. And as it says in James 1, 4, I must, quote, let patience have her perfect work, end quote. God's mercy and patience brought me here so I can be sure that he will bring all the Christian science. I need only trust that and trust him each day. Very grateful for all I'm learning in this church and for my practitioner's support. Thank you. Thank you. Gary. I'm so grateful for all the things that I have learned and am still learning about Christian science in this church. Um, I was uh, thinking recently how over the last few months there have been a couple of times when I have uh, woken up in the middle of the night feeling quite ill. And um, the, the first instinct is to just kind of crawl, you know, crawl close, more closely in bed and, and try to go back to sleep and, and uh, ignore, um, try to get as comfortable as possible. But uh, Mrs. Eddy implores us to um, resist that temptation and to stand up to the error that is trying to tell us that we are anything other than perfect as God's image and likeness. Now, I remember also reading somewhere, and I can't, I'm sorry, I don't remember where, uh, Mrs. Eddy says something to the effect that the fear of disease is the disease. And that has come to me a couple of times when I have felt fearful about not feeling well. Um, what, it, what could it possibly be? Will it get worse? What will it do to me? That sort of thing. And to recognize that the fear of disease is the disease. So get rid of the fear 
And it's Christian science and the understanding that Christian science brings that enables us to get rid of the fear of something that is totally unlike God. And in those cases, I was able to very quickly recover from what was ailing me and get back on my feet and do what God had for me to do. So I'm very grateful for Christian science, for Mary Baker Eddy for discovering this science and in the face of all kinds of opposition, promoting it for mankind's benefit and succeeding at doing so. <clears throat> so I'm very grateful to be here tonight with you all and thank you Florence for those fine readings. Thank you. Dale. Dale from Virginia, go ahead. Thank you so much for those wonderful readings and refuse to be used by false beliefs. Well, that's something we have to stay on top of. Um, and thank you also for the, all the testimonies. Today's calendar statement is, quote, the promise of reward is not to him who does not do evil, but to him who does good, end quote. Um, Willis F. Gross. I'm very grateful for all the good that is done through this church by each member and participant. By learning to put God first in everything, our thoughts, words, and actions go out to bless the world in small and large ways. The emphasis is put on being active in truth. Our latest member's newsletter records many activities which go out to bless others, and that's on the carousel. In today's world, with many looking for comfort and answers, there is much to be found here. There's always an answer to every problem. A recent Bible study we had, where we studied the book of Ephesians, where it says, quote, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. That's Ephesians 2, verse 10. It was very comforting to me to read and realize that God has ordained our works, and we can know it and go forth in the way that he has prepared for us. I'm so grateful for all the good we get through this church and is sent out to the world, and thank you for this service. Thank you. Florence from Georgia, go ahead. I was quite struck by what Mrs. Eddy says here, that Christian science, as demonstrated by Jesus, alone reveals the natural divine principle of science. And it's wonderful that throughout her writings, she points to Christ Jesus most of the time. She says how Jesus judged. He didn't look at the illness or the lame man or anything before he healed them. He looked not with his eyes, but he looked with the mind of Christ. <clears throat> it's beautiful to be learning this because this is emphasized here, that when we experience anything imperfect, we don't go along with it. As soon as we can, we reject it and replace it with the truth, what God knows. 
not what our eyes are seeing, our ears are hearing, or our feeling even, but we replace it with what God is seeing and what God is knowing about us. It says that Mrs. Eddie clearly says that Christ Jesus' own humble prayers were deep and conscientious protests of truth, of man's likeness to God and of man's unity with truth and love. This I am so grateful that is taught here and I'm learning it. For so many years it's becoming much clearer every time that it is this seeing, correct seeing, not being used by the false beliefs that bring us to that realization of our unity and therefore our spiritual perfection, what God has made. I'm so grateful that this is taught here. It's emphasized, in fact, here. And very happy that Jesus demonstrated this, Mr. Sadi proved this, and explained how we also can follow the same path. Happy to be here tonight. Thank you. Mary. I have a couple of notes to read, um, which came with contributions. The first was California, and it was, Thank you for watering God's garden. <laughs> and the second was from Indiana. Thank you to all the members of this church. We all need you out here. <laughs> I guess she means Indiana. And then this is a email from Virginia. We had uh, talked about recently uh, the Daystar Foundation, which is a, a foundation in Oklahoma. It has a library that's devoted to uh, Mary Baker Eddy, the history, preserving Mrs. Eddy's history. And this person writes, I've been a member of the Daystar Foundation for years. I would recommend to everyone to visit the museum. It is of the highest standard and quality and well worth a visit. Each fall, the Daystar Foundation has a special event and you are sent an invitation to attend. It is an outstanding event that lasts for two days. When they first started having these events, David McCullough was a guest speaker several times. Such a wonderful event. David McCullough, for those of you who don't know, he's, he's an author who's done some wonderful books, a lot of biographies of our founding fathers and other things, including the book 1776 and John Adams. And so then she goes on. The museum continues to grow in size. When the museum idea first started culminating, a greater part of the responsibility was entrusted to an outstanding woman who was a wonderful friend. The museum offers so many informative publications, such as the library notes, as you mentioned. Take a look at their beautiful website. With love. And then this is Alabama. Thank you, technical team, for the website gems, and thank you, music team, for your heartfelt God-centered songs. Both are meeting a felt need today. God bless everyone in the Plainfield Christian Science family for the loving, living work you are doing. And then this is a, a testimony from Australia. 
to the very good and very dear people of Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is my first testimonial after two years of listening to your wonderful contributions on YouTube and working with a practitioner. We've had many blessings in the last two years, mainly in the lifting of mood and a greater sense of hope and optimism, but a recent healing is one out of the box and must be shared. I care for a relative who has had many health issues and who has long been a Christian and is very partial to the teachings of Christian science. She is nearly 80 years old and has suffered from a lot of health issues, some of which are particularly related to giving birth to her children over 40 years ago. Recently, she had two weeks of bleeding as if she had had her period again, and we were very scared. Her doctors were equally concerned and surgery was proposed and the plans began. The more we looked at surgery, the more anxious we became came as heart problems meant the surgery would be risky and recovery slow. So I asked my relative if she could use some Christian science if she could use some pr Christian science practices together, practices my practitioner has taught us. We remembered that my relative's very favorite Bible story of Christ's healings was the story of the woman with the issue of blood who touched Christ's cloak in a crowd and was healed. We read three versions of this story, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and affirmed that Christ could heal my relative in that same way today. The next day the bleeding was almost completely gone. We praised God and read the Bible accounts again. And then the bleeding completely stopped and has not returned. Today we are going to ring the specialist doctors and tell them that we do not need the surgery after all. We are amazed. As people who are new to Christian science, we are adjusting to the fact that this could be true. We are asking ourselves if something other than God could have caused it. And then we catch ourselves and our error thoughts and give the credit to God. All God things come from God. God is good. God does not create pain or suffering. God does not send punishments. God is love and God sends blessings. These blessings teach us to come closer to him and her. We, are also, we also reminded ourselves that the miracles of healing can come gently. They do not have to be delivered by an archangel surrounded by spiritual light. They can come naturally and gently without alarming us. We just have to remember to rejoice and give Christ and God our praise. We also have huge gratitude to Mary Baker Eddy, <clears throat> the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, and everyone who has contributed to the website, the roundtables, the testimonials, the readings, and the music, and our dedicated practitioner. We would not be in this very blessed place without you, with big blessings and abundant love. And then another Testimony from California. I would like to express my gratitude tonight for an article 
which appeared on the Plainfield Carousel in August, entitled Oneness, from Collected Writings by Bicknell Young. Although I printed the lengthy article, 16 pages, in August, it wasn't until recently when I found it on my Plainfield Carousel file, which I carry around with me to read and share with others, that I started to actually read it. I began reading it one morning at breakfast, continued by rereading it to a friend, and then started rereading page by page, making very slow progress because there was so much for me to learn and make my own. One of the teachings that I needed to look at was how I was seeing my oneness with God. Was it from an objective or a subjective standpoint? Only the subjective viewpoint was the correct way, allowing me to be, quote, the individual appearing or manifesting of God, end quote. Bicknell Young quotes Mrs. Eddy in speaking of the power of the ever-present I am and Jesus' demonstration of this presence. Then Bicknell Young says, quote, If we know this of ourselves, we know that we are good because God is the only good. We know we are intelligent because God is the only intelligence. We are harmonious because God is the only harmony. We are the very presence of these things. We no longer feel that our demonstration lies in an appeal to a power outside of ourselves to do this or to do that, but that we are the very presence of these things." End quote. Since becoming a part of the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church, my Plainfield practitioner has spoken to me of the importance of establishing our connection with God in this way at the very first waking of the, of the day. Some mornings I am not as consistent as I should be to establish my oneness in this conscious way. The article from Bicknell Young spurred me on again as to the importance in doing this. And so, although I was up and out of the house, driving the freeways and in traffic yesterday, I started establishing my oneness with God, manifesting good because God is good, manifesting joy because God is joy, manifesting wisdom to handle the day because God is all wisdom, manifesting health because God is health, and I manifest his presence, his very presence, now. I felt my father's love. That love protected me throughout the day as discords were laid at my door that then had to be rebuked, corrected, with sweet compassion of wisdom, setting situations all right under God's care. I am so grateful for the carousel articles, witnessing God, good, mind, and operation, for the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church, for the Plainfield practitioners, and for the church members who are working Mrs. Eddy's true vision of church here and now. With much love to you all. I'm very grateful, too, for those readings tonight. It's quite an important topic, this topic of false beliefs. 
I know somewhere, and this is definitely a paragraph, but Mrs. Eddy says that we will either be controlled by our beliefs or we will be governed by our understanding. You can go through life believing that 2 plus 2 equals 5. Maybe that's what you were taught, and you'll go on making mistakes from that belief. But you see, when you understand that 2 plus 2 equals 4, well, that's a truth, and that's a truth you can prove, because 2 sticks plus 2 sticks does equal 4, as we've learned in kindergarten. <laughs> and so and so it is with this science. And thank God we have Mrs. Eddy in her textbook exposing these beliefs that have kept us in bondage, a belief of sin, disease, and death. And it is a belief. And we can know it is a belief because we can prove that it's not true by demonstrating our ability over those beliefs, by understanding the truth about a good God who loves us and would never create these things. So this is a mighty power to get past our beliefs and to get where we are understanding God. Mrs. Eddy also says that if God was understood instead of merely believed, this would destroy sin, disease, and death. That's another paraphrase, but um, so true. And this is our mighty quest in this church. This is what's important to us, the understanding of God. And with that understanding, false beliefs fall away, just as we could no longer believe 2 plus 2 equals 5 once we know it equals 4. So I'm so grateful to be here tonight to hear the beautiful music. My, that hymn 49 is one of my very favorites. And to hear the beautiful testimonies, to hear how you're all demonstrating this science, proof that it works and that it is, it is truth. Thank you all and have a good night. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Number 48. Dear Father, Mother, Thou dost grant all good and perfect gifts to me. Tis mine to raise the speaking here, obedience unto Thee. Hymn number 48.